Blog Talk Radio. Embrace Today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host a pre-curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John 16.33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. morning and welcome to Embrace Today. I am your host, Epri Curry, and this morning we are going to be talking from the topic of choosing to develop. Um, we'll be coming from Luke chapter 5, verses 33 through 39. <clears throat> Again, that's Luke chapter 5, verses 33 through 39, and we're talking about choosing to develop. And when we think about uh, developing, some people think that when you develop, you're growing, but we can actually grow without developing. When we think about developing, development is growth with maturity or advancement. So you're not just growing. You're not just um, getting older. Or you're not just being in a particular space or a particular position or a particular place for a long period of time, but you're actually maturing. Your mindset is maturing. Your actions are maturing. Everything that you are doing is being advanced. And so this morning, we're going to talk about uh, choosing to develop, making the choice to advance, making the choice to take the next step. Sometimes it's hard for us to develop because we're so used to where we have been and what we have done. Sometimes developing can be a little scary because we don't think that we're qualified to walk in the advanced stage or um It can be scary because of all of the things that comes when you do mature or advance. But maturity and growth is something that we all have to go through. It's inevitable. And so what we're going to talk about today is how to get through that place of not just growing but developing. We want to get to the process and through the process of being able to develop without being hindered, being able to grow in maturity being able to take that next step, being able to go to that next level without being hindered by ourselves or anyone else. So, again, we're going to come from Luke chapter 5, verses 33 through 39, and we'll start with verse 33. It says, they said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours go on eating and drinking. And this is a continuation from last week's scripture where they questioned Jesus about him eating and drinking with uh, tax collectors and sinners. And so now they're questioning him again um, about him, his disciples not fasting, saying that John's disciples, they often fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours go on eating and drinking. And so when we are choosing to develop, we have to know that we'll be compared. When we begin to do things differently, people will always try to compare us with other people. Sometimes comparing comparing ourselves with other people or allowing other people to compare us with someone else will cause us to question what we are doing, 
and question how we are doing it. Um, every time we're doing something different than someone else, it will cause people to want to ask questions. Um, regardless of what it may be, if you're doing something different than what somebody else is doing or you're not doing it in a way that seems normal, people will begin to compare us. But when we are choosing to develop, we have to make sure that we are keeping our eyes on that very thing that we are developing in because it's very easy to begin to doubt ourselves. It's very easy to begin to um, think that we're doing something wrong or it's very easy to try to start doing what, what other people are doing, and sometimes when we begin to doubt, um, especially when we are doubting ourselves, it can uh, take us to a place to where we begin to doubt ourselves so much so that we'll begin to isolate ourselves from others, and then that's how we will begin to think that we are unqualified, um, that we can't do what we're supposed to do, that we don't have the skill level, that we aren't able to function in another capacity outside of what we have been functioning in. But they questioned Jesus and how his disciples was doing it, and they compared him to John's disciples as well as the Pharisees' disciples. These were Jesus' disciples, so they were doing things totally different. And so we have to get to the place to know that even though we are developing, even though we may be doing something, um, maybe doing the same thing as someone, it may not be the same way. And so we have to get to the place to where we know that we will be compared, but we have to get to the place to where we are not allowing other people comparing us and us comparing ourselves to other people to hinder us from moving into the direction that we're supposed to move in. It's very, very, very important. I think it's more important um, for us to focus on us comparing ourselves than someone else comparing ourselves, comparing us to someone else. Because we can hinder ourselves so much more than what somebody else can do. Anybody else can blame you. Anybody else can accuse you. Anybody else can do anything to you. But if you are standing firm on the word of God and what he has told you, if you are standing firm on that, then you'll be able to continue. You'll be able to move forward in what he is calling you to do. However, once you begin to compare yourself to other people and you begin to doubt and you begin to feel bad and you begin to um, just all of the negative stuff, then you are hindering yourself. You are pulling yourself back. You are weighing yourself down. And so you have to remember that when you are choosing to develop, you know that you will be compared, but don't allow that comparison to hinder you. Also, all comparison isn't bad because sometimes um, we need to compare ourselves up against other things. So say, for example, we are all on this Christian journey together and say, um, there may be somebody that when we are comparing ourselves, we know that we shouldn't be doing something. And because we can see the actions of Christ on other people, that can motivate us to want to do something right. So all comparison isn't bad. Sometimes we may need to compare ourselves against uh, what other people are doing. Sometimes we may need to compare ourselves to the text. Sometimes we need to allow the Lord to lead us in what he is doing. So all comparison isn't bad. But it's only when we begin to try to change ourselves um, to become like somebody else or to do what somebody else is doing or to go outside of God's will for our life, that's when the comparison is bad. And so don't allow uh, us being compared to someone else or something else to deter you. Because listen, when you are developing, when you are maturing or advancing, sometimes people, they, they'll just be mad or 
will be bothered at the fact that you are no longer going to stay on the level that you were on with them. Sometimes they're not maturing, they're growing, they're, they're aging, but they're not maturing, they're not advancing. And sometimes people can deal with you while you're on their level, but as soon as you begin to advance, as soon as you begin to develop, then some people will be bothered by that. And so we have to make sure that when we are choosing to develop, when we are making that choice that, yes, I'm going to mature, I'm not going to stay in this mindset, I'm not going to stay um, in this level, I'm not going to stay uh, doing the things that I have been doing for years, because as children of God, we should grow every day. We should be developing in some area of our lives. And so we want to make sure that when we are compared that we're not allowing that comparison to deter us from what we're supposed to be doing. So let's look at verses 34 and 35. It says, Jesus answered, can you make the guest of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them and those days they will fast. And so when we are choosing to develop, we have to uh, know that we'll be compared, but then we have to know the difference between us and them. There was a time when John's disciples, they were fasting, and there was a time when the Pharisees um, were fasting, but then the time for Jesus' disciples had, had not yet come. And sometimes we have to know that there's a difference in um, us and other people. And when we're, if we start comparing ourselves to other people, we'll try to do what they're doing. But Jesus, he used the comparison of a, a bridegroom and the guest. He asked, will they fast while he is still there? And we have to know that that wasn't a time for them to fast while Jesus was with them, it was a time for them to celebrate. And they were celebrating because they had come to a new place in their in their life. Jesus was there. They had turned a corner. He was with them at that point in time. So it was a time to celebrate rather than a time to fast. So when he left from them, when he was gone from them, then would be a time for them to fast. And so we have to know that it was it worked for the Pharisees and John's disciples to um, fast at that particular time. And so what works for some may not work for us. Um, and so you have to make sure that you are truly doing what you are supposed to do. You are truly in alignment with him because if Jesus' disciples had tried to follow what John's disciples were doing or what the Pharisees' disciples were doing just because they were all disciples but they were following different people. So if they were trying to mimic what the other people were doing, then they would not have been in alignment with um, Jesus and they would not have been in alignment with what they were supposed to be doing. And so we have to get to a place to where we are uh, knowing the difference between us and them. And we have to know that we have to do what the Lord is calling us to do. And so even though we are all his children, he has us at particular, all of us are at different places doing different things. And so we have to make sure that we are following him and being led by him because, again, they were all disciples, but they were doing different things. We're all his children, and we're doing different things, and whatever we're doing, he should be leading us to do and not just following what other people are doing because it may not be our time. It may not be our season. It may not be what we are supposed to do, and so um, Jesus asked them that question. He said to them in verses 34, he said, can you make the guest of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and those days they will fast. And so we have to make sure that we are following things that are to happen in our appointed time. We have to make sure that we are doing things that's supposed to happen the right way in the right season, because if not, we'll just be going through the motion of things and doing things just to be doing things. So let's look at verse 36. It says, 
He told them this parable. No one tears a patch from a new garment and sews it on an old one. If he does, he will have torn the new garment, and the patch from the new will not match the old. So when we are choosing to develop, we have to know that we'll be compared. We have to know the difference between us and them. But we also can't try to patch what needs to be replaced. He says in uh, verse 36, he says, no one tears a patch from a new garment and sews it on an old one. Because if he does, he will have torn the new garment and the patch from the new will not match the old. And so when we are developing, there's some things that's going to need replaced in our lives. There's going to be some things that we just have to outright just remove, replace. And so when we are trying to patch something that needs replaced, we're um, trying to make something work. We are trying to force something to happen because it says that he he took the new patch and placed it on the old garment. He tore the new patch actually off the new garment and placed it on the old. So he was trying to make something work. He was trying to band-aid something up. And it also didn't mix. It didn't go together. He said it didn't match. And so we have to make sure that we are not trying to patch things up in our lives that need to be replaced. Because when we are developing and when we are maturing, there's some things that's just going to be removed, whether it be on your job, whether it be in your home, in your community, um, whether it be in the church, whether it just be in your own spiritual life, as you are maturing and advancing, there's just going to be some things that need to be replaced. They worked before, but now's the time where they don't work. And so we have to get to the place to where we are not trying to patch what needs to be replaced. We are not trying to make things work. We are not trying to stitch things together because, um, it's like our favorite pair of pants. If you have a favorite pair of pants, you always want to wear those pants. And if something happens to those pants, we'll do anything we can to keep those pants. If the button falls off, we'll do something to get them back together. If the belt hole, um, the belt ring, if that breaks, we'll wear a shirt long enough to cover it up. If it gets a hole in it, we'll like start putting more holes in them to make it a, the style. We'll do whatever we can to keep that pair of pants because that's our favorite pair of pants. And so that's how we do some times with some of the things that the Lord is is saying we have outgrown and it's time for us to give up. Um, we try to make those things work because we're so comfortable with them and we're so used to them and we want them and that's what we have been adapting to all of these years. However, we can't try to patch what needs to be replaced because, again, there was new garments but he was trying to take the new to fix the old instead of embracing the new. And so in developing and in, in maturing and in the, the new things that the Lord is doing in your life, we have to make sure that we are embracing those things. Even though it may be uncomfortable, you know, when you first get a new pair of pants, sometimes they don't feel right because they're not that other, your favorite pair of jeans, sometimes they don't feel right, or even a new pair of shoes, you got to break them in. And so that's how we have to do when we are uh, starting something new or when we are advancing or maturing, we have to get used to it because it's not something that we've had before or experienced before. It's not something that we have normally dealt with, but this is where we are. And so we have to get used to it. And so it may seem uncomfortable and awkward at first, but then we have to make sure that we are just staying focused and allowing those Lord to lead us through each and every step of the maturity process so that we can fulfill his role and what he has called for us to do so that we can make sure that we are embracing everything that he has for us on every level, regardless of how it may seem, regardless of how um, 
different from the old it may be. We have to make sure that we are truly embracing the new. But then let's look at 37 through 38. It says, and no one pours new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins. The wine will run out and the wineskins will be ruined. No new wine must be poured into new wineskins. And so when we are choosing to develop, we have to know that we'll be compared. We have to know the difference between us and them. We can't try to patch what needs to be replaced. And we also can't try to contain the new and the old. And so we can't, it says that they put the, the new wine in old wine skin, which caused the wine skin to burst. So they were trying to contain the new thing, the new stuff inside the old walls, the old parameters, the old container. And so we cannot place the new thing that God is doing in our lives in a box. We cannot try to say, I'll take the new, but only um, on these parameters. I'll take the new only if it goes like this, or I'll take the new only if I can do it in such a way that's like the old. I'll take the new, but I'll only do it if I can do it my way. And so we can't try to place the new thing that God is doing in our life. We can't try to take that new thing and place it in a box, just like we can't place God in a box. Because anything that God is doing in our lives and we're trying to place it in a box, we're actually trying to place God in a box. And so as we are uh, moving forward and doing the things that he has called for us to do, uh, we cannot put anything new or try to contain it because it will cause it to burst. If you can think about um, the, the garment tearing and then think about the wineskin bursting, when you tear when something is torn, uh, it's bad, but it's not so bad because you can try to cover it up. But if you think about something bursting, it, it just goes everywhere. And so we'll have a big mess. Either situation will have a mess, whether it's torn or whether it's burst. But when something bursts, it's just an even even bigger mess because we're trying to do something that it's like shaking up a pop and then opening and just going everywhere. We cannot try to contain our matured or advanced self, our matured or advanced self inside something old, inside the new thing, the old thing that we have been in. And so as we are developing, as we are growing, as we are allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in our thinking, in our actions, as we are, as he is leading us and guiding us into the new things that he has called for us to do, as he is expanding our horizons, as he is stretching us, as he is causing us to think like he is thinking, as he is causing us to love like he is loving, he is causing us to stretch. He wants us to stretch out further. He is calling us to grow more in him so that he can get the glory, so that his word can go out to the nations. And so he is calling us to develop. He is calling us to take on what he has called for us to take on. Because sometimes we can get so stuck in the way things used to be, or we can get stuck and so comfortable um, on a level that he has us in now. We can get so stuck and so comfortable in doing this that as he is trying to move us forward, we can begin to hold ourselves back. We can put a weight down and anchor on ourselves, and we'll be weighed down in that particular place because that's where we're comfortable. But the Lord does not want us anchored. He wants us to develop in him. He wants us to mature in him. And so he wants us to be able to freely flow 
and with his spirit into where he is taking us. Um, I, I'm, you, I'm a, I'll use this example. So I've been doing this show for like two years. When I first started doing the show, I was so nervous. I was scared. I had, I was like, man, I cannot do this. I don't speak proper English. I was like, I just, it was just too much for me, but I knew that I was supposed to do it. And so I could have been my own hindrance. So when I first started it and, um, I was doing it. I was very nervous. And then over time, I got more comfortable with doing it. And so now I'm even more comfortable. But right now, I'm at a place to where God is stretching me to do something different, something um, in addition to this. I'm not going to stop doing this, but he's stretching me to do something different that I've never done before that um, I've been a part of, but I have never actually done it myself. And so um, even as I'm planning it and even as um, – I'm going through um, some of the steps. Sometimes I find myself questioning, can I do this or is this going to be successful? And I find myself doubting it because it's something that I've never done before. It's something that I'm not used to. It's something that I'm not really comfortable with, but I cannot try to contain the new thing that God is doing in my old ways, in my old thinking habits, in my old and my own actions, I have to make sure that I'm growing and developing into who God has called me to be. Because if I try to stay stuck where I'm comfortable, I will not be fulfilling God's purpose. God's purpose. If we um, think about it, and I'm not sure if this happens for you, but it seems like every time I get comfortable at a particular place or doing something, a particular thing, it's like God's like, okay, now next, we're moving to the next thing. Now we need to do this. We need to do this. It's like he, he stretches me or he pushes me as soon as I feel like I'm comfortable. And so we have to get to the place to where we are open for the Holy Spirit. We have to um, not allow our own thoughts and our own doubts to come into our mind and hinder us from doing what the Lord has called us to do. Because listen, Everything that we do is for his glory. And so we are not advancing for ourselves. We're not maturing for ourselves. Everything is for his kingdom. Everything is for his glory. And so we have to ensure that we are truly, truly, truly staying in alignment with him as we are going through this process because it's really easy for us to become, um, for us to become stagnant and doing what's comfortable to us. It's really easy for us to continue to go through the same motions um, every day or every week or every month, or it's easy for us to do that. But when the Lord is calling us to stretch a little further, if he is calling us to do something outside of our normal routine and pattern, then sometimes it can cause us to um, become scared or um, become a little anxious. And sometimes we move a little too quick. So it's not just doing it slowly, but moving too quick. We always want to make sure that it's the proper time for us to do whatever the Lord is calling us to do. And so as you are developing and as you are maturing, make sure that you are not trying to contain the new thing inside the old. And so you don't want to place God in a box. You don't want to place what he is doing in your life in a box. You don't want to look at what he's doing in your life and compare to someone else's and then try to switch up the directions that he gave you to match what he's doing in somebody else's life. You also don't want to look to someone else's life as a model of what God wants you to do if that's not what he told you to do. Because sometimes you can be doing the same thing as someone else, but the Lord may have called you to do something different. 
He may cause you to go to different places. He may cause you um, to do different things inside of what you're doing. So you may not want to look at someone else and mock or mimic what they're doing. It's very okay for us to get inspiration from other people, but as far and also mentoring and help and things like that. But you want to make sure that you're following, number one, what the Lord says, and then making sure you're not trying to become someone else but you're being you and doing what the Lord has called for you to do the way he wants you to do it. And so let's look at 39. It says, and no one after drinking old wine wants the new, for he says the old is better. And so when we are choosing to develop, you know that you'll be compared, know the difference between us and them. Don't try to patch what needs to be replaced and don't try to contain the new and the old, but then we have to know what's better. That verse says, no one after drinking old wine wants the new, for he says the old is better. And so we have to know what's better. We can't reject the new because we want the old. We can't reject the new because the old is more comfortable to us. It's more satisfying to us. It's more pleasing to our flesh. We can't become paralyzed in the old and not be able to propel into the new. Because if we become paralyzed in the old, meaning not be able to move outside of the old parameters that we were in, if we become paralyzed in that, then we will not be able to completely fulfill our purpose here on earth. And so as we are going through our lives and as we are going through our process and as we are growing and maturing, we want to make sure that we are choosing what's better because sometimes an opportunity can come up and it may seem better. It may seem like you're going to make more money or it may seem more convenient for your schedule or it may seem like something you would really, really want to do or be interested in. However, that may not be what's better. If we can think about Mary and Martha, the one sister, um, Martha, that was doing the cleaning when Jesus came and Mary sat at his feet, Martha complained, but Jesus told Martha that Mary chose what was better. And so we have to make sure that we are choosing what's better. So just because in our common sense mind something may make sense or it may seem like we should go a particular route or it may seem that we may do something a particular way does not mean that's the better way. We know what the better way is when we are staying in alignment in the word of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. And so the Holy Spirit and the word of God is like married together. We can't just follow one and not the other. We have to make sure that we are being led by both. We don't want to reject the new because the the old is better. We don't want to reject um the new thing that God wants us to do, the new place that he wants us to go. We don't want to reject that because we're so comfortable in our space right now. We're so um, stagnant. We're so used to being able to do what he has called us to do. We're so used to being surrounded by people. If God is calling you to another place where you will not be surrounded by so many people, we can't reject the, the new just because we want to be surrounded by people. We have to get to the place to where we know what's better. Just because an opportunity sounds good, just because an opportunity looks good, does not mean it is good and it could be good, but it may not be good for you. And so we have to know what's better. We have to choose what the Lord wants us to do. And sometimes those opportunities come up to test us to see if we are going to be obedient to what the Lord has called for us to do. And so, again, when we are choosing to develop, 
We have to know that we'll be compared. We have to know the difference between us and them. We can't try to patch what needs replaced. We can't try to contain the new and the old, and we have to know what's better. In 1 Corinthians 14, 20, it says, Brothers, stop thinking like children. In regards to evil, be infants, but in your thinking, be adults. So when you talk, think about stop thinking like children, a children's a child's thought is immature and they have poor judgment. When you think about um, and thinking like an adult, adults truly think their thoughts are truly mature. Children typically look on the outside of something, and and they'll just make a judgment from that whether it's good or bad instead of truly analyzing it. But when we are thinking like adults, we are truly analyzing what we are getting ourselves into. We are truly analyzing and seeing things as what they are truly for. So we're not just um, grabbing something because it looks good, or we're not just getting into something because it sounds good. We're not just doing something because it seems that the money is there. But what we are doing is we're following what the Lord has called us to do. It says, know what's better. Just because something looks good and sounds good does not mean that, that it's good for you. It does not mean that's what the Lord wants you to do. Sometimes we are relying more on the thing than we are relying on God. And so when we get to the place to where we are relying more on the thing than we are relying on God, then it's questionable. And so we have to get to the place to where we are choosing what is better. We have to know what's better, and we have to go that route. We have to think like adults, mature. We have to make those adult decisions. We have to get to the place to where we are truly saying yes to God. I'll follow you. I'll grow in you. I'll mature in advance to whatever it is that you have called for me to do, even if it's taking me outside of my comfort zone, even if it's stretching me, even if it's calling me to speak out more, even if it's calling me to be quiet more, even if it's calling me to go places I've never been. But look, we have to get to the point to where we are saying, yes, Lord, I'm choosing to develop and mature in you. And whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for your word that you have sent forth this morning, oh God. And we are just asking you for your wisdom, God. Help us to be able to stand strong and follow what you are doing in our lives, oh God. We no longer want to stay focused on the old, Lord, but we are embracing any new thing that you are doing in our life, oh God. We are asking you for your strength and power to move forward, Lord, so that we can stand firm and fulfill the purpose that you have for our life, oh God. Father, we need you, we love you, we thank you, and we praise you in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouseministries.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following at A Pre Curry on Twitter. Be blessed and embrace your today.